0: Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And today we are getting ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, we've started cooking. We've got the things that we can get done early. We've got those done. And we are setting up our Zoom meetings with or FaceTime or whatever, remote meetings with our friends and family. So we get to see more people this year because we get to do it uh, remotely. Well, Mm -hmm. that'll be nice. And our topic of the podcast, I eventually get around to that is religion. We'll be talking about it, so you don't have to. <laughs> so. Well,
1: it's it's a preparation for everyone's favorite topic or one of everyone's favorite topics for Thanksgiving along with politics and sex. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're helping you out here, giving you some some pointers about uh what to bring up. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Giving you movies and shows you can bring up. And um, even if you haven't watched them, if you didn't do your homework, we did it for you. So this
0: is your Cliff's notes. Yes. You can say <laughs> yes yeah, for more information. <laughs> right. Yeah, <it's> you. <laughs> yes.
1: Did y'all listen to the Geek Girl Soup podcast this week? You really need to.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's all about atheism. Just kidding. Or where to go to get more information on it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, we had a, lots of fun stuff to look at this week. But did you have a chance to do anything other than the homework?
1: I started The Good Lord Bird on Showtime about uh, or focusing on the abolitionist um John Brown played by Ethan Hawke. There is going to be an appearance by David Diggs. Yay. Oh, cool. As, mm-hmm. uh, Frederick Douglas. If I had known that I would have started this sucker earlier. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I've watched only two episodes so far. It's really good. And it, go i mean it falls in line with our religion topic because he is super religious he is quoting the bible all the time when he prays for the group before eating he goes on for three hours sometimes so they don't show all three hours thank god otherwise each episode would be like four hours um but yeah, he'll start when it's still light out. And then next thing it's dark and they're all like lying down and they haven't eaten yet. So yeah. So enjoying it so far.
2: How about you, Court? Um, I continued watching The Crown. I have three more episodes left of this season. and I'm highly upset at Prince Charles and Camilla. I mean, I know there are three sides to every story. But from what we know of the history anyway, and from what I'm seeing, I know not all of it's real. But I'm still angry on her behalf. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy that Megan and Harry got away from that. And hopefully mm-hmm. they stay away. Like, be family, but from a distance. Because mm-hmm. if, if this has even a thread of truth to it, like, I'm so upset. And then it kind of took me back to, um, like, her funeral. I remember Mm. when I was a kid, when all that happened, like the funeral was like at six o'clock in the morning or something on a Saturday. I remember getting up super, super early to watch it and just like bawling, like kind of like I got up early for the wedding, for Harry and Meghan's wedding, not bawling, Mm. just happiness. But like, yeah. So I, f- mm-hmm. I forgot like she was such an important figure for a lot of us, even mm-hmm. though like we don't have princesses and royalty here, but like she was such a or from the outside, from what we know of it, like she was such a authentic and like she was a very special person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you wanted to know her and like you could see the different things that she did for people. So mm-hmm. I've been watching that and then being mad on her behalf. Like when she got married is like when I I was born. <laughs> so um, <laughs> like I missed that part of it. Like they were already married by the time I was aware of it.
1: So mm-hmm. now they also showed, and we heard in, in this season about her quote indiscretions as well. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could argue that she was sort of pushed into it because of Charles and Camilla and, even though she would bring up to the family that she was really unhappy and they both wanted out of the marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying that she should have become sort of like a married nun, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I have sort of mixed feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, it's terrible that they got married in the first place and what the family had done in the previous season to keep Charles and Camilla apart. They're the ones who Mm. should have been together from the beginning.
2: Agree. Yeah. But I guess everything happens like it's supposed to. Like if they didn't get married, we would not have Wolves and Harry. Yeah. So, unfortunately.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I also watched a lot of uh, the Great British Baking Show. That's back with new episodes on Netflix. So that's been like comfort watching. And like some of our favorite, well, some of my favorite shows are finally back. So I've been turning off CNN in favor of that and kind of getting lost in that uh, for a couple hours every night. Mm -hmm. Like All Rise is back. And that was actually a really good premiere episode. I kept saying, wait a minute. Her coat is really big. She's wearing these really big coats. Why can't we see? Oh, she's pregnant. Yeah. I so. <laughs> and I can't remember if the actress is really pregnant in real life or not. But like that was mm-hmm. a really good reveal at the end of that. Oh, cool. a million little things. Did you watch it yet, Susan?
0: No, I don't watch it. Oh, I thought you watched it. Okay. <laughs> no. Never mind. No, just the medical shows. So. Yes. Again. Uh, Grey's Anatomy and Station 19, they they mm. won for the realism. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, except for the tiger. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So. <laughs> and and I think I, I sent you this this um, comment. Did they just jump the tiger? Oh, sorry, I meant <laughs> jump the shark. Because th- at that moment, it's like really, really, yeah. <laughs> It's like, wait a minute. Right. The writers had just seen Tiger King mm. and wanted to uh incorporate that into the current season.
1: Oh Lord.
0: A Tiger yeah. storyline. And and I c also I kept waiting for it to show up at the family picnic.
2: <laughs> you know? Oh man. Yeah. I mean, just uh cross it in everybody's storyline. Like, yeah, they did not do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> Um, have you guys seen for life? It's an ABC drama. No, No. it's its second season. I would highly recommend men watching this. I usually ABC doesn't do very well with uh, moving these shows forward like they're supposed to. They did with this when I was really happy. Hey, it's from 50. But it it is no power. Yeah. Um, so it's based on um, uh, like a true story of Isaac Wright Jr. Isaac Wright Jr. is an American lawyer from Monarchs, or I'm sorry, Monks Corner, South Carolina. In 1991, he was wrongly convicted on drug charges and sentenced to life in prison. Prior to his arrest, Wright was a music producer, extra, extra, extra. Um, during his time in prison, Wright trained as a paralegal and even helped overturn the wrongful convictions of 20 of his fellow inmates before overturning his own so like the first season pretty much covers that and the second season spoiler he's free but he's still helping like his folks Mm -hmm. so check check that out it's actually really good my sister turned me on to it and i really enjoyed it
1: that's great hulu keeps promoting it to me
2: check it out yeah that
0: and big sky (laughs) okay big sky huh
2: yeah, I won't say anything else because if you haven't seen the first episode, it can be a big spoiler. I
0: think. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the previews for that. So I, I guess, you know, maybe I'll just watch the first episode. So. Watch the first episode and then text me. Yeah. And then, okay. <laughs> I'll know whether or not I need to continue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I I watched a scary movie, Court yay oh my oh gosh! uh the wolf of Snow Hollow ooh, yeah, it's about um a series of murders in a small town, Snow Hollow, and mm-hmm. the it's uh Robert Forster's last movie, oh wow, oh. so he plays the sheriff, his son is also a police officer in this same small town, Snow Hollow. And there's a series of murders and they're trying to solve them. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I'll have to add that. Thank you.
1: That reminds me, I watched the uh, HBO Max movie uh, documentary called Crazy Not Insane. Oh. IMDb's write-up is an examination of the research by forensic psychiatrist Dorothy Otno-Lewis, who investigated the psychology of murderers. Ooh. It's really fascinating. Yeah, it's just a two-hour uh, documentary film.
2: I'm going to go add that right now. Yeah, really good. <laughs> Directed
1: by Alex Gibney. So we know him from a uh, bunch of other he did totally under control agents of chaos which we you know both of those we watched recently
2: yes um yeah kelly kind of... kelly what was the name again
1: crazy not insane thank you HBO Max. i think it's a max original i think
2: they have some really good
0: docs yes they do yeah Love HBO. Oh. And also yes. on HBO Max, um, I watched the Fresh Prince of Bel Air <gasps> Yes! I'm halfway yes. through. Okay. Oh my god. Yep. It's it's it was so nice. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's so touching. Super
2: emotional.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I didn't expect to be hit as hard as I was by it. Now I kinda want all my favorite shows to revisit that way, but they won't hit like that. I know they mm-hmm.
0: won't. No. Know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
2: like a certain like if a certain person wasn't what he was I would want that for the Cosby show too. Um mm-hmm. or maybe I just want that for everybody but him. Like mm-hmm. I hate that that show is tainted by him well. because all those actors are still amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean but they yeah, they can't do it because then they would just be they'd be you know, talking about not him. Not talking about it. Right, or- but they'd have to right.
1: talk about him because it right. was
2: his show. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, I've seen some YouTube interviews of, like, different actors who had worked with him. Um, I think it was, like, Carl Payne, who'd been um, Cockroach, and he had played in Martin, and he had talked about, like, just his past working with Cosby and how he was, uh, like, how he didn't want actors who weren't, like, straight laced. And, you know, his, his, his whole, how uh, was it? He was, what was it called? Um, I can't remember it right now. Like,. Polite something. I don't know.
0: Well, Never mind. On on moral oral, there's a scene. <laughs> I, I I think it's <laughs> season two. No, really, where um the father and his new neighbor say, Oh, let's listen to this comedy album. It's <gasps> you know, non-threatening black guy comedy. Ah. So and it had, you know, it was basically a parody of um of Cosby. You know, one of the politics.
2: Yeah, respectability. Poly- yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, but I I have gone back and watched the show again, just because it's it's like I grew up with that. Yeah. But every time I look at it, uh, he is Bill Cosby. Like he is what he did. But I can yeah. watch the other stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I was just about to say I would love a family ties reunion show like <gasps> they, this. They did so one, Kelly. That's what I just googled. Um, <laughs> yes. Early November. <laughs> On yeah. some show, on some series called Stars in the House. So it yes. can't have been as good as this since they didn't get a full hour, hour and a half on their own, but yeah. maybe it was sweet. I adored that yeah. show so much. Mm. That was like my
2: show. Same. Same. Oh, Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> um, and hey. I mean,
1: I wanted those parents. I cannot tell you Me how too. much I wanted those parents. Same. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But like, um, was it "Silk Stars in the House"? They've done a lot of those since quarantine hit.
0: Cool, that sounds so yeah. good. And then you know there was supposed to be that big Friends reunion, you know, to mm. kick off HBO Max, and then they they still haven't done that, I guess, because they didn't want to do the virtual. Reunion yeah, thing.
1: that's better. Think- I'd I'd rather see them together on the set. Yeah. If possible, I think they're
2: working on that now, or it's coming very soon for them to work on it. Because they're going to do the thing where they quarantine, and then you know they can be together. Okay, that's great. I had wondered if they if they were doing that like recently, uh, because what was that award show that Jimmy Kimmel, like he he hosted? Was it the Golden Globes? I mean, yeah. Remember, like they had that moment where it was Jennifer Aniston and then Courtney Cox and Lisa; they were all together. Oh yeah. Oh. So I wondered if they were in each other's bubble for a reason to be. Oh, that's cool.
0: Good point. (laughs) We'll see more of these reunion shows. (laughs) I'm, I'm living for them. So who will you guys be uh, doing a zoom or FaceTime or whatever with on uh, Thursday? I won't be. I
1: mean, my mom doesn't do that. She's in Houston. Mm hmm. Um, and she's doing Thanksgiving with my sister and a couple of grandsons who are already down there and she already sees them regularly anyway. So I I have my son for Thanksgiving, so we're going to be here Mm -hmm. and his dad is going to be on a flight. So he still travels for work. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. um, And I have my little bubble that I'm already with Mm -hmm. anyway, so... Like we'll probably be doing that. And any other family members, they'll get a FaceTime.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to be watching the any parades or whatever it is that they're doing this year? Oh, I Well,
1: no. I used to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade every year. And then I got to where as an adult, I would just turn on the very end. Because to me, it was not the holiday season until I saw Santa at the yeah. end of the parade. But are they even doing any part of it?
2: Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they they won't be allowing people. They're going to let the balloons go for like a couple of blocks. Okay. And I think they're still going to do Do some of the um, like presentations. Like one of my favorite things was always like the Broadway um, like uh, routines they would put on. Like mm-hmm. I got to see. yeah, you, you It gives you an idea of, oh, when I go to New York, I want to see this one. I want to see this one. I want to see this one. Mm-hmm. And of course, I never get to actually see them. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I think they're doing something like that. I, I don't know how it's going to work with social distancing. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's always been my favorite part.
1: Yeah.
2: That's well,
0: yeah, cool. I, and I the rockets. I people will follow the, <laughs> follow the rules and, like, mm-hmm. know,
1: not show up. Right. Yeah, how would yeah. they stop them? I know.
2: Like, yeah. they have to. Yeah. It makes me so sad that people aren't listening. And it, these numbers oh. are scary.
1: Have y'all seen images from the airports around the country? They Uh are totally packed. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And the planes apparently, like it's not so much in the airplanes that you would Mm -hmm. catch it. It's in the airports with all those people.
2: Yeah. Yep. (sighs) Wow. Wow. I know you miss family and you want to travel like I want to travel so hard but that's not going to happen anytime soon like my bubble is my bubble that's what it is
0: yeah right right it's like I want to and apparently now I can but you know should I (laughs) right right it's like I can I can pay for it now but no (laughs) yeah
1: yeah my uh One of my two watching buddies is a virologist, and she Mm -hmm. drove out to, well, she drove out across the country to see her parents, and um, she flew back here. And so she has been quarantining for two weeks, and she'll Mm -hmm. come out of quarantine on Thanksgiving Day. That'll be the end of her two weeks. So she did that as responsibly as possible
0: hmm
2: And see, I can appreciate that. I know she's gonna be responsible with it, but like there are so many people who just aren't being responsible. Right. If you're going um, to you, see you family, this- you're not gonna quarantine. You want to go no, see right, them. Right. Right. And like you mm-hmm. hear those stories because um what is it, Hawaii? Like you can go to Hawaii, but you're supposed to quarantine for so long if you don't have your test results and everything already done. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. people are getting caught like breaking quarantine.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the only state in the green, at least that's what I saw like two days yeah. ago on CNN on the map. The only not country in state in the green. Yeah. 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 <sighs> it's terrible.
0: Well, what about Alaska? Are they? Uh...
1: No, they're either red or. Yeah, I oh, think okay. they're red. Yeah. Okay.
0: That
2: sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I signed up for the contact uh, tracing thing. Like it Me popped too. up on my phone in Maryland. Like, why not? Why wouldn't I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They already know where I am, right? With all the crap that I use, they know where I am. Yep.
1: (laughs) And Pennsylvania's, uh, is supposedly private, and Mm -hmm. it will just notify you if, um, yeah, if you've been around anyone uh, like you're supposed to check your symptoms on there. Now I'm not doing that daily because I tend not to leave the house, but, Mm -hmm. and I, like, I just ordered groceries to be delivered, but if I go to a grocery store, then I probably would input symptoms. And I would say, you know, I'm all fine. Like I start the, the day I installed it, I did a Mm -hmm. check-in. Um, so if I go anywhere, then I'll do another check-in. And if I do ever start to feel weird, of course, then I'll put something in. Um, but it, it can tell when you go somewhere. And so then if someone checks in with symptoms or checks, pause, and they're using the app, then yeah. supposedly I'll get a notification. So what is the app?
2: That's what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> Here, let me see. And it may be different from state to state. Mine and is called
2: problem. COVID I, yeah.
1: Alert PA.
2: Okay. It's she. It, they need. You, you, oh God! We are not supposed it's to not go uniform. to a different
1: state. Exactly. There right. should be a national one, right? Yeah, but mine is COVID alert PA.
2: Like okay. mine just popped up with an opt in, opt in or opt out alert, and that was it. You need it. it should automatically
1: be opt in. Otherwise, you're going to forget to go check it every right. day.
2: You know? Oh, there's no app it just popped up like there is no app like an alert popped up on my phone um you you can opt out of this or opt-in or whatever
1: whoa and I said
2: I said opt-in and it said um we'll alert you if your phone I guess is pinged near Mm. someone else who has COVID
1: yeah that's interesting
2: and I'm so cool with that because like you said I don't I I barely leave the house
0: yeah yeah Yeah, just look through the app store there. Of course, there's nothing for Texas. Oh, my God. (laughs) And there's, you know, each region has their their own little thing. But Mm -hmm. it's like, um, yeah, that's a small state. And people regularly, you know, like for New Jersey or something, Mm -hmm. you know how many people who live in New Jersey or work in New York or vice versa and Pennsylvania or any Mm -hmm. of those surrounding States. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's funny, like Pennsylvania is part of two different tri-state areas. So Mm -hmm. like our real tri-state is PA, New York and New Jersey. But mm-hmm. I'm in the western side of the state, so mm-hmm. we have an unofficial tri-state here of western PA, Ohio, and West Virginia.
2: Right. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> <And you, probably. laughs>
1: I know. But it's really like we, Pittsburghers, don't go there. We have mm-hmm. Ohioans and West Virginians coming here to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it'd be nice if, I mean, maybe they should use our app. Um, mm mm-hmm since they all come here. I mean, you have some people who live right on the border of Ohio and on the border of West Virginia who work in Pittsburgh. So they definitely need to use our app. Yes. Mm -hmm. If they still come up here to work and they're not working from home. Religion?
0: Yes. (laughs) We're, you know, thanking God or whomever, you know, that we're still... COVID negative and you know, thank the app okay. designers are so, quit, so you know. Whatever. So let's start there. Thank okay.
1: God that we're negative. So that's something that has always bothered me. Okay. When people thank God for all of their gifts, for their blessings. Uh-huh. So what does that say about people who quote, art blessed or not blessed? Does God not like That they did
0: something wrong. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So, and, and yet, all right. So God saves this one person who had, had cancer and the cancer goes into remission and they live uh, the rest of their natural lives and die of something else at an old age. Mm -hmm. God preferred that person and let some kid die of cancer. Why? Because that kid wasn't worthy. Oh no, God had plans for that child. That child is in a better place now. Mm. Oh please. So there's always this like excuse, but why are some people more blessed than other people?
0: Right. Or even if you, if you look at, uh, covid infections Mm -hmm. you know we we see who survived and you know even though that person might have a lot of the risk factors and Mm -hmm. things that that make the disease worse Mm -hmm. um, and then you know you have all these other people who didn't make it yeah and you know we know that this person is corrupt and evil and all of these other things and so Why are they still around? And this other person here who's, you know, or like you said, a kid or, uh, or a person who's just done good or this doctor or nurse or whoever Mm -hmm. did not survive. Yeah.
1: Now guess what show I'm going to bring up right now? I know. I was thinking about it, but go (laughs) go ahead.
0: Yes. Yes. Please.
1: Just like Matt was doing in The Leftovers. Mm -hmm. pointing out how all of these people who departed weren't, quote, good people Mm -hmm. uh, on earth in this life, in this dimension, whatever it was. So the departure couldn't have been the rapture because God wouldn't have taken these, quote, bad people.
0: Except for that six-month-old baby. What about that? (laughs) Was he going to grow up to be a serial killer? Is that what was taken?
1: No, not everyone who who departed was a bad person. Some were awesome people, and some weren't awesome people. So I thought I think Matt was just pointing out it wasn't the rapture because in addition to taking quote good people or innocent people like the baby, there were also corrupt people or evildoers who were also taken.
2: And he had to find a rationale because he wasn't taken
1: true yeah. excellent point yes <laughs> if god were taking only the righteous he would have been taken oh, and, and mary He's his wife perfect. would have been taken yes yes, yes.
0: yes. they were a good point. life <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so i am not religious i i don't know what i believe um but there are times like um bill Maher admits in religulous that i certainly will throw out a prayer you know i ask for shit i don't mm-hmm. know who i'm asking <laughs> i i believe more so in like a be- benevolent universe like this energy that connects not only all humans but all natural things so not only living things like my cat and the tree outside of my house but rocks and soil and lava you know just all natural things on earth and uh, and the other planets and the moon and other you know stars out there mm-hmm. so i feel like all of this energy it's not It's not that, you know, from a scientific perspective, it's not that it's going to actively do anything for me, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that energy, I might be able to sway my way. And that's stupid, you know, and like some other people would say, it can't hurt to throw a prayer out there, you know? Mm -hmm. So I do it to cover my ass sometimes. Not cover my ass as <laughs> in getting into heaven because I don't think anyone gets kicked out of heaven. I, I don't think I believe in hell because I don't think it yeah. helps anything.
2: So where's the orange dude coming?
1: Where's, well, oh, the orange dude?
2: Yeah. He's got to go somewhere.
1: So I, if <laughs> I believe anything, it's, it would be reincarnation. Okay. Because I think we have to keep coming back and practice
2: I like until that. we yeah, get it right. And more of of a, to do.
1: Yeah. More of a groundhog day, but we don't come back as <laughs> the same person. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like we're actors and we keep taking different roles, uh, to get as many different experiences as we can. So there's a so, finite
2: number of souls and they just keep coming back in different yeah. shells. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, So there really isn't such a thing as being blessed. It's that my soul chose this experience. And that child who died of cancer, maybe. I'm not sure about this. I have no idea. This is my rationalization. Yeah. Maybe that child who died of cancer chose its soul. Maybe Mm -hmm. it chose that experience. Maybe.
0: Yeah, because, you know, this it, it also seems that, you know, these kids who have cancer and are they, that they have like a certain level of wisdom, you know, so maybe mm-hmm. they are, who knows, maybe they are on their 10th lifetime or something. Yeah, you yeah. Know?
1: or 100th, Lord only knows. <laughs> I, mean, I think different people probably spend... A different number of lifetimes getting it right. I think that the orange nightmare is really low, and you know hasn't been here very much.
0: Stuck in toddler,
1: yeah, (laughs) literally like with all those tantrums.
0: Yes, yeah, Yeah. and no, I won't accept it. You know, so no.
1: And someone like the Dalai Lama may be Mm -hmm. done. This may be his last one.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm. I mean, what more could he do? Something
0: different.
1: I mean, you know, at that point, I think he's already gone through, like, all the other experiences.
0: But what what you were saying about praying, uh, I haven't, you know, I'm not really a prayer either, you know, but uh, what another friend of mine does, she'll, like, I'm setting my intentions, you know, she'll, she'll say it that way. She'll say, um. Sending positive in setting positive intentions or intentions for a positive outcome or something Mm -hmm. like that. And which is kind of the same thing, I guess, Mm -hmm. as praying. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because like, I don't get down on my knees at my bed or create some kind of altar and do it like, you know, some parents or grandparents teach their kids or whatever right. it's yeah. just like I may be walking around and I don't you know and I'll just say please blah 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 right you know yeah. or would that blah 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 happens this way yeah <laughs> you know, still, is sending it, still it out to the universe
0: something that you have to like take an action towards doing or is it something that you have no control over
1: um usually something I have no control over. Sometimes something I have to take an action on. Mm-hmm. And so that I'm hoping for a good out outcome on that. But it's usually something that I have no control over. So that could mm-hmm. be um please let so and so come back home safely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like when my ex leaves town, I still send out a, I'll call it a prayer that he has mm-hmm. a safe trip and comes back safely alive. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I grew up in a very religious family, um, Southern Baptist upbringing. Oh, me um, too.
1: Not yeah. my, not my immediate family, but my yeah. grandmother, my mom's mom. Uh, yeah.
2: Like, and she, mm-hmm. my, yeah, my mom's mom, she had us in church every Sunday growing up. Mm. Um, and like, j- I kept on with it for decades. Um, mm. Not that many decades. <laughs> Wait, you're not that old, Courtney. I mean, like, but like when she—you mean until away, last year or yesterday? Y'all are so funny. <laughs> um. So, but when she passed away eight years ago, like, all of us kind of stopped going to our, our regular church. It didn't feel the same without her. Um. And like, you know, I went to college and everything, and like got the kind of secular view also. And like, I know that the bible is not literal or anything like that. I'm a heavy believer in science. Um but I still find myself talking to a, um a higher whatever. Um I find myself talking to my relatives who have passed away. Um mm-hmm. Or you know whatever that might be. So mm-hmm. I I feel like there's something I, uh, like you Kelly. I feel like there's some kind of higher something somewhere. It may not be what everybody is saying, but there is something. Like it's it's funny that like in all the cultures of the world, all of them come up with some kind of religion. And like mm-hmm. every like they're so against you. many of them are so against each other, but all of them have like the same kernels and yeah, tidbits yeah. of
0: humanity to it. And- so. Bill Maher talked about that in Religious, how yeah. similar all those stories were, of like mm-hmm. uh, Christ and Muhammad and Buddha and mm-hmm. everybody. Horace, yeah. yeah. They're yeah.
1: almost identical. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all teach love except mm-hmm. for the uh, uh, Torah or the Old Testament. Um, yeah. I don't know if those are identical, the Torah and the Old Testament, but at least the Old Testament is based on it. Um, you know, which taught fire and brimstone. <laughs> vengeance yeah. vengeance is mine. Yeah,
2: yeah. was that moral oral.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you know <laughs> eye one, for an eye. Yeah. One of the things that um that I find interesting, you know, about Judaism is, you know, it's like please question it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't just come in here blindly. Use your yeah. use your brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want Buddhism you to do too. that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And Buddhism wasn't supposed to be a religion. No, no. It was supposed to be tenets. My understanding, tenets to live by.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it, I don't even know that you call it a goal, but I will. Like with the goal of enlightenment, or or steps to take toward enlightenment but not a religion. You were not supposed to worship the Buddha. And it got bastardized and turned into a religion. So that's sad.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. I've said, I mean, I think that Jesus was an incredible man Mm -hmm. who did amazing things, had awesome teachings that, should be followed as he supposedly, you know, really did teach them love <laughs> and, um, even the thing like turn the other cheek that didn't mean, um, you know, turn away, and maintain peace, but like offer up your other cheek when you are insulted or someone slaps one side, one cheek, turn the other one and offer it. So like, um, don't run away, but basically (laughs) say, I'm impervious to your insults. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, I watched, I added for homework, the last temptation of Christ. And I loved like his anger of going through the, um, money exchangers doing it at the temple Mm -hmm. and turning over all of those tables. And Mm -hmm. he taught love, but, um, with this rage at times too so i love that combination of love and rage rage and that it's okay and i also love what i know of you know i'm just um a novice uh, barely amateur to all of this though i used to know the bible well from the southern baptist church um and uh so i like saying that jesus is my buddha because same <laughs> things really mm-hmm. they are they are both Buddhas. Yeah. Jesus achieved enlightenment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But I don't believe that you have to cleave yourself unto either Jesus or Buddha or Muhammad or Confucius or Horus in order to get into heaven if there is a heaven. Mm-hmm. Or to achieve enlightenment. I don't think you have to even learn from any of those guys to achieve enlightenment. I think you can cleave yourself unto nature or Mm -hmm. unto your higher self Mm -hmm. to achieve enlightenment.
0: Are enlightenment and heaven the same thing?
1: I don't think so because I think enlightenment can be without heaven. You can be enlightened on earth and be smitten with existence and and achieve a lack of suffering according to Buddhism right here in this moment no matter what no matter your physical and external conditions Buddhism claims that you can achieve lack of suffering even if you are physically suffering even if you live in abject poverty Now, I don't want to test that, admittedly, Um, meaning I'm I'm asking for a lack of abject poverty. And I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want to be in eternal pain, even though I have lived with chronic migraines, meaning I've spent more than half of every month with excruciating pain. And right now they're under control. And I did not ever achieve enlightenment in the middle of a migraine. It They just um, hold on to me and make lack of suffering I found impossible. So I admire anyone who can find lack of suffering and enlightenment in the middle of pain. But Buddhism claims it's possible. So I am no Buddha. (laughs) I got to come back for another lifetime, I guess.
0: Same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah
1: big time me too. Ugh.
0: yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. What have I learned in this lifetime? <laughs> you know,
1: I'd sort of rather of there things. be a heaven so I don't have to do it again.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, you know, but then of course there are all also things that I wouldn't mind doing again. Like, well, let me try that again and see if I can do it a little bit better this time yeah, but, you know about how I've treated some people and yeah things like that, you know true it's like oh, I shouldn't have said that <laughs> so
1: yeah that's a good point-
0: I can't go back in this lifetime and change it, but the next yeah. one yeah, good point, yeah
1: that clearly we don't remember what we did in past lifetimes there's some people claim they do,
2: but and the soul, the soul remembers. The soul does remember.
0: Right. And then that's where you get that feeling in your gut. Well, I shouldn't do this, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, warning, warning. Yeah. yeah. Like that in deja vu. Yeah.
2: yeah just, uh, that's a thing.
1: Yeah. So did y'all have a favorite thing that we watched this week? Let's remind people of what we watched. <laughs> well, yeah. We, we watched Life of Brian. Saved. George Carlin's You Are All Diseased, which had only 10 minutes of religion at the very end. Bill Maher's Religulous, Uh, an episode or two of Davy and Goliath, the um, claymation thing from childhood. Um, an episode of two of Moral Oral, which I didn't realize until getting several minutes into it, that it is a satire parody.
0: Yes, it is not serious like Davy and Goliath. Yeah. And it was, you know, written by people who grew up watching Davy and Goliath. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It took me a minute. It took me a minute. And then I added on the Last Temptation of Christ, Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese's awesome film with uh, Willem Dafoe as Jesus and Peter Gabriel's amazing sound. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, I I watched part of it, and I I just couldn't do it. It's like I hadn't okay. seen it before, and it was just like
1: I maybe, should have saved that for our biopic.
0: Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And maybe I watched too much Moral Oral before all of this. I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's just taking itself too seriously. But well, yeah, let, me, it's let me tell you yeah. what
1: happens at the end. He, Jesus, is being crucified and or is crucified and um a guardian angel in the form of a uh, blonde girl appears to him and said that God doesn't want him to suffer. He can come down from the cross and live out the rest of his life as a man, that he's not the Messiah. Jesus is relieved. And so he does that. He marries, uh, Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. Um, then she dies when she's still pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then he goes off and he marries another woman whose name is also Mary. And, um, they have kids. She lives with, maybe it's her sister. He has kids with that woman too. They all live together in like this harem. He grows old, raising all these kids. He's very happy. And on his literal deathbed, um, Judas and I think it's Peter and another apostle find him. And Judas is pissed off. He's like, you broke your promise. You were supposed to die on the cross. I betray you know, he had agreed, Judas in this version had agreed to betray to betray him. Mm-hmm. And it really pained Judas to do so. They were like best buddies mm-hmm. and uh, BFFs. And um, so Judas just railed at him about this. And um, Jesus ended up uh oh oh he said but my guardian angel told me that um I wasn't the messiah and Judas pointed and said that's not your guardian angel look at look at who she really is and it was satan oh so jesus got up from bed crawled Just dragged himself back to Golgotha where his cross was and uh, begged God to go back, put him back on the cross, go back in time, and he did. So Mm -hmm. it ends with him back on the cross right before he dies, and we don't see the three days resurrection, blah, 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 all that. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I think, the main reason that the film and the book on which it was based. We're so contentious because people were like, no, Jesus was a God and he was never a man and mm-hmm. he would never be fooled by Satan and he would not have done that. And I just think it was a very uh, interesting and, and cool uh, perspective that because Jesus did, I thought, in the Bible, did struggle at times with being the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And I also was thinking of, um, what was that short story that Susan that we read in school, something about uh, I think it had bridge in the title, and it was about this man who's being hanged and from the bridge, and the rope breaks. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And he gets washed down the river and he gets out of the river and he runs. And I think if I don't remember if he had a family and all that, but time passes and then something happens at the end, or maybe he ends it and end of his life. I don't remember that part, but the whole, none of that happened. It was a an a, an entire like lifetime dream that happened in the split second that his neck breaks and he dies,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and and so that, that made me think of this. Maybe none of that really happened, and Jesus essentially imagined it as a delusion as he's dying on the cross. It's one perspective, but I liked that. Musing that Jesus was still struggling with being the Messiah. That, yes, he went willingly to the cross like he was supposed to, but up there in the suffering, maybe he was still struggling with it, you know, in all of that pain. He was not necessarily enlightened, to go back yeah. to that.
2: I like that. It still makes him human and flawed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was half human, at yeah. least,
2: you mm-hmm. know. Yeah,
0: except for the turkey face. Yeah, <laughs> turkey face. <baster. laughs> oh gosh! Did you guys watch that episode of Moral? World? I watched yeah. that one first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was like, "Oh, wait a minute, what?" <laughs> yeah. Episode
1: two, God, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, but
1: that that wasn't even a turkey baster. That was like a cake decorating thing.
2: Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Lord.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That was hilarious.
0: So, yeah, Oral gets into lots of trouble by taking things literally. And, uh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I watched that one and the next one, the crack one.
0: Oh, the crack.
1: Yeah, learning about um, using whatever you spend money on. And so he's like, yeah. well, the homeless guy gave me cracks so, and the crack pipe, so I have to use it so my money didn't go to waste.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Like, I do intend to finish that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm... I, I, I intended to finish the entire series, but no, I didn't make it. I made it about halfway through the second season and the the first season is really, is, is much better than the second so far. So,
1: okay. Yeah. and Goliath, uh, I watched the first when he uh, it's like a flashback to when he, or his dad is teaching him that the, yes, God loves him. Um, by telling, reminding him of the story when he got lost in the cave and, and God loves him just and is watching out for him. Just like the cave guide went and found him when he was lost in the cave and he comes back out and everyone was just so happy and relieved and nobody reprimanded him. And I was thinking, and I remembered thinking this when I saw this as a kid, How unrealistic that nobody reprimanded him. I would have been spanked. Mm -hmm. Man, seriously. But man, if that's God's love, maybe I should go back to God. (laughs) (laughs) You will get spanked, Kelly. (laughs) Well, New Testament God doesn't spank, does he?
2: I mean, still spanks. All right. All right because i guess what new testament we're all forgiven but yeah you know, still spanks yeah. well if there's <laughs> a hell then are... yeah
1: and yeah. that's constant spanking yeah which some people like but we'll save that for our <laughs> second show yeah. yeah i was
2: gonna say we should have watched lucifer <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. check it out netflix <laughs> I I liked Saved. I had seen oh. this one way back when it first came out. I think it came yeah. out in 2004. Um, had Mary Louise Parker, Jenna Malone, Mandy Moore, and oh, um, Macaulay Calkin. I feel like this is yeah. the first thing I'd yeah. seen Macaulay Calkin in as an adult. So I was like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah.
0: And this I is the first time movie. I had seen this movie, period. Oh. oh. Yeah. Man. It's like, how did I miss this? This is great. Yeah.
2: yeah
1: so good
2: so you hadn't seen it before where were you expecting it to go (laughs) were you worried initially
0: (laughs) i don't know well i i had seen religulous right before the before watching saved and it's like wait a minute the people from the um the theme park (laughs) <laughs> they you know they jumped into this movie <laughs> so you know or the people from the movie were are real they're in the theme park you know either way <laughs>
2: so i feel like they're out there somewhere thinking that yeah, you, well not definitely. no you can get pregnant
0: <laughs> oh. yeah Oh my gosh, those poor kids. Well, I mean, it it shows you all of the the, the pitfalls of taking this fundamentalist approach, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, yeah, then your kids are going to believe something like that. And this Mm -hmm. is going to happen. Yeah. Which it does.
2: One of my favorite things or parts about it was like she kept the sonogram in her locker saying, (sighs) oh, no, my mom will find it at home. No, she won't. Your mother is completely occupied with 50 other thousand things. Right.
0: Your mom's okay. She'll, yeah, yeah, you know, and, (laughs) you know, and then, you know, Susan in the back of her mind, things only Susan thinks it's like, oh, well, so she went this whole pregnancy without any prenatal care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how did that work? (laughs) Yeah. Like is this
2: going to turn into a tragedy? Like we've seen it happen before in some other shows. No, it's it's a comedy. Hopefully. Well, and yeah. since
1: she got the uh, the sonogram, maybe she was going to Planned Parenthood right. for some prenatal care.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, maybe you know when uh, when those other two uh, when oh, Roland, yeah, and when they when they saw her, maybe they were helping and making sure that she yeah. kept up with. With that part of it mm-hmm.
1: yeah I just love everything about this movie, mm-hmm. just so much, all of the acting is so good um, I laugh throughout it, um, mm-hmm. even though it's yeah, it's also like, oh my God, there are really pe- there are really people yeah. like that yes. out there, so I shouldn't laugh too much, but it is funny. I think Mandy Moore is amazing in it. I adore mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin in it. I forget. Um, yeah, the Jewish girl's name in it, Heather.
2: Heather Mon. Oh, um, what are you talking about, Cassandra or Heather Cassandra? Mon- no, Cass- Cassandra. Okay. 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 Good, good.
1: I adore yeah. her character. Yes. Um, Patrick Fugit's character. I like him. Mm-hmm. Just all of them. Oh my God. Truly, everything about it. I
2: just love. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
0: And mm-hmm. we get a
1: happy ending.
2: Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for um, Mandy Moore's character. I mean, I we mean, don't know. I feel like we got a happy ending with her, too, because, like, she was shown to be flawed, and, like, she freed mm-hmm. herself from a certain prison she was putting herself in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, we don't know where it's going to go from there, but at least she she had a, a much-needed breakdown.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She decapitated Jesus. Oh, my Lord. That was hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: All right. So, Life of Brian. Mm -hmm. This is my third time to see it. And the Mm -hmm. first time, I was tipsy and I laughed. Then I watched it again. I thought, I'm going to give it a chance sober. I did not laugh. And this time, I did not either. So, I appreciate what Monty Python does. But, um, yeah. I just... See, yeah. Now and I don't
2: feel bad. I felt really bad because I didn't think it was funny either.
0: <laughs> and after after talking with Chris last week, you know, it, it really was going from sketch to sketch to sketch yeah. in this movie. And then, you know, of course, I was all in it for that final song.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, I always remember that. And yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I kind of like the part where People fun like I kept waiting. I didn't remember all of the other parts uh, where people weren't following Brian as Jesus yet. I just thought the whole thing was about that, and it's like it's all these other sketches. And so finally, when they're like his holy gourd, I'm like okay, now it's really starting um Mm -hmm. so i thought that was funny you know just though i didn't laugh but or cute so yeah it's this one item that he touched and yeah so the holy relic yeah Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and then of course that brings me to the holy grail uh the movie monty python and the holy grail and Mm -hmm. the holy hand grenade of antioch anyway yeah okay (laughs) whatever okay Mm,
2: that could be a torture week for you yeah
1: uh-huh yeah well we already i don't we already have a monty python week scheduled so we should just add I that think as, so oh i thought we did okay mm-hmm. we'll just make that that'll be a double torture court and kelly but we'll make oh, it the torture sorry kelly
2: no, it's supposed sorry. to be a comedy too so it I
1: know, oh god too. triple torture
2: jesus
0: well, yeah.
1: christ
0: who was it it's it was okay. scott who suggested you know we just go with some of the um The shows, not the movies. Oh, true. Okay.
1: Yeah. I actually took a screenshot of his recommendations. So I have that as a photo on my
0: phone. uh Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Are the shows anything like Benny Hill? Because I liked that growing up.
0: You liked Benny Hill? I did. I hated Benny Hill. But I liked Monty Python. Okay. So. Yeah, they're different.
1: We already have a Torture Susan week with the biopics.
0: Yeah. I have to pick something. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Something you'll love. I knew you would. I'm I'm having a tough time finding something I like, you know. <laughs> so, but I'll I'll try to come up with something in time. So, anyway, but <laughs> back to religion. So, what else? Um, George Carlin. Mhm i I enjoyed that whole thing, you know, me too just seeing his uh his stand up routine yeah. and you know, just I mean that whole thing could be a list of topics to not talk about oh. at a family dinner mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah t s a on everything masks oh, he didn't say mask but germs. Do y'all yeah. see what I mean? Because I started uh-huh. watching this before y'all were, and I said he might be an anti-masker if he mm-hmm. were still alive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was veering into that, and then his first bit about airport security. This came out <laughs> two years before oh September 11th. Yeah, so I I was not laughing during that. Like I would have been laughing back then,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but. Yeah, since we're 19 years out from September 11th, it's like yeah, yeah. I'm not laughing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it was all very very good. I I love him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's another thing that shows the more things change, the more say they stay the same. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, since it is from so long ago and. Yeah. It's like, yep, still a problem. Still a
1: problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Mean, yeah, he could if he were still alive. He could totally redo that show. Keep all yeah. of the religion exactly the same. Redo the TSA part and find other things to complain about. Definitely complain about things with COVID. But I hope he would advocate wearing masks.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like he would be against the Karens.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. He could still talk about bathing in the witch river in the, in the sewer stuff and probably say, yeah, I'm probably immune to COVID because of bathing in the shit in whichever river um, or Bay, or I forget what he said, but yeah, hopefully he would encourage people to wear a mask. I forget what else he talked about in the middle there. Those are the three things that stuck out most to me. Yeah, it's another good topic for the dinner table, how people parent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Parents yeah. always like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Court and I can be the experts and tell you. <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> yeah,
1: because, because I am a perfect parent. So yeah. there is nothing to critique here. I tell you.
0: Yeah. 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 Your, your kids are perfect.
1: So Yeah. I was a much better parent before I became a parent. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
1: Yep. Well, and then uh, Bill Maher, religulous.
0: Yeah, that, that was interesting, you know, him going around and asking questions. And then, you know, I mean, he could have these same conversations today, except the, at the truck stop, you know, mm-hmm. that guy, instead of getting up and walking out, would probably just shoot him.
2: yeah
0: oh yeah he got really
2: mad yeah yeah it's always interesting to watch bill talk about religion and then like like but actually seeing this movie and seeing him actually explore like different um like sex of it and like his non-reaction when they were praying in that one scene i was like wow
0: Mm -hmm. oh yeah we're standing around in the
2: circle yeah Yeah. like he he was just like staring the man dead in his face like while like they were all everybody else is praying Mm -hmm. like even like i don't know i don't know a lot of atheists like who are in like a prayer circle like do, Mm -hmm. do you do you maintain that moment of silence or do you was that for the movie i think
1: so to me he seemed um i don't know what the right word is magnanimous even appreciative Okay, respect. Okay, respectful that they were, because they were so sincere about praying for him, you yeah. know, for him, that I got the feeling he was respecting that.
0: Okay.
1: I may be wrong, but that was the sense I got from looking. Clearly he was not participating in the, yeah. you know, he was not praying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are times or have been times where I've been in a situation where they say, you know, let's all pray. And I do not bow my head. Yeah. Um, I just stand quietly and I appreciate right. that other people are praying.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I, I was going to ask, like, what do you do in those moments? Do you just send positive vibes and thoughts into the world or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. okay. And That's I, I don't doing.
1: diss that other people are practicing What they want to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I've even had a couple of friends ask, like, like when we're in person, say, may I pray for you? And I say, sure. Thank you. And Mm -hmm. so we're standing there. One of them has even held a hand, held one of my hands and said a prayer for me. And I appreciate that they want to use their practice for me. I'm not Mm -hmm. going to reject it
0: yeah
1: so yeah
0: yeah the same you know i i will you know it's like well you believe that so i will respect your beliefs i'm not gonna mm-hmm. say you know i'm not gonna throw a fit no. yeah and get up and walk out and be offended Um no.
1: like even if i were a practicing christian for example mm-hmm. and a Jewish person or a Muslim or whoever of whatever different religion offered me a prayer from their form of practice, I would accept that too. I think it would be terrible if someone rejected it because it's from a different religion.
2: Yeah. Like with a lot of the recent deaths that we've had recently, like I've been appreciating like how like different, Religions like approach death and what they think of it. Because um, what was there some meme going around when um R B G passed away and they were like, oh yeah, she's gonna go meet um the Black Panther up in heaven. And people like, no, 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 no it's a completely different religion. Um, like that's oh, not what she would be oh, doing. Okay. And like the way to be respectful with it is um, like may, her, may she be a, a blessing or if may her, her memory, memory be a blessing. Be a blessing. Mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm. I've noticed um, like, is it Jake Tapper? One of them, like they, they say it like every time they talk about like all the folks who have passed away. Cause mm-hmm. I, I like that. Like may that person's memory be a blessing to, mm-hmm. you know, everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, It's good to learn about different religions and what people do. Like, don't be stuck in your bubble. Yeah. And that's a huge problem. It's the same thing with race.
1: Yeah. And in the same vein, uh, I mean, I do think, like, if you know someone is Jewish, Mm -hmm. don't tell them Merry Christmas. Right. For (laughs) example. But if you're just out and about and you, practice Christmas, then I think it's okay, like leaving a store to say Merry Christmas. Like, I don't think we have to say happy holidays instead. I think you can say whatever it is you practice. Mm -hmm. So if you're Jewish and you practice Hanukkah, then I think it's fine to tell the store keep happy Hanukkah. And if you practice Kwanzaa, I think it's fine to say happy Kwanzaa, even if they probably don't practice it.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for my end, like, I usually say happy holidays, but if it's like the day or the week of like that event or, yeah, yeah, like Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa
1: or
0: like whichever.
1: Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should start uh, saying all three. Is
0: it Christmas Kwanzaa?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And like and the one good thing or one of the good things about social media is you again get to learn about other holidays that other folks celebrate like happy Ramadan or well, like I you, kinda...
0: you can either learn about them or be offended by them. Yeah. Oh god. That's that's what happens.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just keep moving, but keep scrolling. We, yeah, we learn about them. So.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh lord. Happy Festivus. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. For the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that that became my favorite holiday once I saw that episode. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) You know, sometimes I have even during this season is starting right after Thanksgiving or in December. I've even asked people, what do you celebrate this season? Mm -hmm. And then I'll say, well, happy blah, blah, blah. Or Mary, whatever, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they tell me. And it's usually Christmas, of course, because that's the majority religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's something else, then, and and like a couple of times I have had someone say, Well, I don't really celebrate. I say, Well, happy Tuesday.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I Even like if that.
1: it's Wednesday, I tell them happy Tuesday on Tuesday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should do that, Kelly. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I celebrate Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> nobody celebrates Tuesday celebrate you, Thursday right
1: you have to wait for next Tuesday before you can celebrate
0: So you know why I celebrate Tuesdays because it is the day of TMI it is the TMI Tuesday yeah.
1: oh it's also taco Tuesday
0: well then yeah get tacos yeah and so I whatever, just whatever alliteration ooh tamales ooh. yeah you saw
1: my post on Facebook about yes. the Texas tamale Company. Ooh. Or no, Texas Lone Star Tamale. I, I should get this right. Texas Lone Star Tamale Company kept showing me ads on Facebook. And it was annoying me because I clicked on it a while ago to see if they had any vegetarian tamales, and I didn't mm-hmm. see any. So I posted randomly a few days ago. I wish they would stop showing me ads since they don't have any vegetarian tamales, parentheses, of course, now that I've written this, they're going to continue showing me ads. So hopefully another tamale company will show me ads. Another company that does have vegetarian com- uh, tamales will show me ads. Um, and someone wrote that commented that they have ordered vegetarian tamales from that company. I said, mm-hmm. really? Then I'll go look again. Sure enough, they have three mm-hmm. varieties of vegetarian tamales. So, I just bought a dozen of jalapeno cheese tamales. They arrived Ooh, wow. yesterday, frozen. I put mm-hmm. them in the fridge to thaw. And, ah, uh, oh, I'm going to make some queso to go with them. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Yes. Mm-hmm. Me so, it'll be too. Tamale Tuesday. Uh, maybe I will have them on Tuesday. Tamale Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Holy yes. shit. Yes. Just thought of that.
0: Or Thursday. Bye. Tamale Thanksgiving. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah! Planned.
1: I'm having dressing okay. and a uh, field roast, a vegan field roast thing, mm-hmm. um, pecan pie. Mm. Um, yeah,
0: I, I enjoyed Green your beans. stuffing versus dressing debate. Yes, it's stuffing. Mm-hmm. Though,
1: what I think the ultimate answer came to be is that if you put it in the bird and it's made from bread it's it's stuffing and if it's mm-hmm. cornbread in a pan made from cornbread in a pan it's dressing mm. so i'll i'll accept that i will so if it's a pan people need to stop fucking calling it stuffing <laughs> because that's the problem people We'll call it the pan stuff right. stuffing. And it's it, not. If it's in a pan, well, it's dressing. Well,
2: Kelly, my grandmother always made hers where she would stuff the bird with it, but it also would be a pan. It's the same thing. It would it's the same, same, same like whatever it so is isn't, isn't in the pan.
1: So she'd stuff the dr she would stuff the dressing into the bird. Yes. So I guess you had both. You had stuffing and dressing. Yeah. Or stuffed dressing,
0: (gasps) yes. And you know, I also blame Stovetop. Yeah, you know, because they have that box Stovetop stuffing. Uh, They have to call it that because you know the brand is Stovetop, and so they have to call it. You know, right? Yeah, that it it, it is their thing with it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, but that you're not putting in a bird; you're eating it out of a what—a pot or a pan. What do you do with it? I,
2: How do you
0: make it? I don't know. Either either way, I guess you could Okay.
2: Yeah. I mix it in with the
0: cornbread and put it in the dressing and the stuffing.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I you know, I I always thought those two words were interchangeable, but then Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I I know that they're not. I mean, one stuffing is obviously stuffed into and cooked with a yeah. turkey. And yeah. dressing is, you know, added
1: cornbread in a, in a pan. <laughs> dressing is cornbread based and it's in a pan. So if
2: anyone wants
0: well, to know no, my recipe, it doesn't recipe, have to be cornbread yes, based. Yes. No. Yes. 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 I mean,
2: like that was the minor ingredient in like my grandmother's. Like although I told her not to tell me what she put in there because she would put some stuff in there that I didn't wanna want to know what it was. <laughs> yeah, true.
1: So my mom's recipe that I make is you bake the cornbread on its own. Mm -hmm. And in a pot, you are boiling um, celery and onions. And I do it in a little bit of vegetable broth. Mm -hmm. And when that's all boiled to hell, you blend Mm -hmm. it up. So there are no chunks of celery or onion anymore. Then you are chopping up, you know, like you can even use your clean, clean, clean hands. You um, oh, yeah. mix up the cornbread or put on gloves. I don't do that. Uh, mix up the cornbread with um, that slurry. and Or you can strain it so that you're using all of the celery and onion parts and just put in as much broth as you need to make it moist. And then you push it back down in the pan and you bake that until you've got the stuffing and it's moist that's the key the the stuffing is not dried out oh sage i forgot sage stephanie doesn't like hers with sage there was someone else mm-hmm. on there who did not either yeah mine needs sage my mother puts a hell of a lot of sage um mm-hmm. i like it with sage too yeah and that's it it's easy and mm-hmm. it's so good yeah okay. and that's and that's vegan
2: yeah mm-hmm. That sounds good.
1: Uh, and then yep. I make a, a mushroom gravy that's um oh. also vegan. Because I do like gravy on
0: mine.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh yep, that's it. Never liked gravy. So. Oh I know, I just haven't had the right gravy, right? <laughs> yes. And then I
1: eat mine with a spoon because it gets up more of the gravy and because mm-hmm. I just love spoons.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I have always hated the canned cranberry stuff, which my grandmother loathed. I just, yeah. But my just mother started, loved that. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I couldn't get into it. it. It grossed me out. But I just started making it like, from scratch. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that. I can eat that. I like it yeah. on everything.
1: Me too. <laughs> Buy a, yeah. a bag of fresh um, mm-hmm. cranberries and yes. just boil it. I do a little of uh, orange juice in there. Yes so good what do you mm. do in yours
2: um i'd only done it the one year but i think i did do like orange peel Ooh, and yeah in yeah, the cranberries and was it sugar like I didn't yeah do the it doesn't the in there. sugar
1: no yeah. but it needs some otherwise it's bitter yeah i mean the orange juice sweetens it a little bit but yeah i, I did add some sugar i well, might try it... orange juice this year no. i Go don't ahead.
0: cook mine i i start with the fresh cranberries and I add the orange juice and sugar and some fresh ginger Ooh, and then just, you know, stick it in the food processor and chop it all up, you know, pulse. So like so relish. Yes. Nice. Yeah, it's relish or chutney. Okay. Oh, wow. And then, um, so I made that on Thursday and it's sitting in the fridge. Oh. So, absorbing great. all the... Uh, the gingery goodness
1: (laughs) interesting
0: Mm -hmm. i gotta check and make sure i got
2: ginger that sounds good susan Mm -hmm. now the balance is going to be trying to not to make too much food this year yeah i bought a really small turkey and ham
0: i i'm actually having turkey on uh my thanksgiving table i know i usually don't yeah but um but yeah i mean it's like one of my meals during the year that contains meat. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Along with my annual steak. So, yeah. At <laughs> a different day. So, um, I made a brine for the turkey. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so that has some, uh, has a couple of cinnamon sticks mm. and cloves and sage and, uh, what Else, and I put some of the some more of that fresh ginger in there too. And nice. you know, a little, a little of everything, well, yeah. Okay, let's see. So, it's, how
1: far in advance do you start brining? And do I you already I have started it today, yeah. Okay, so it's already thawed.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah.
2: Good idea. Take the turkey out of the freezer, thank you, yeah, oh, yeah, because it takes so a long. couple
0: days to, yeah. Um, but you know for for me, it just you know it didn't take that long because it's just you know turkey breast, yeah but, see
1: um, when you're talking court about not having uh too many leftovers, I adore capital L leftovers, yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh. I don't want them spilling out of my <laughs> fridge, but this is the second time we've brought up leftovers, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah, i mean it's it's been a minute, so it's it's time.
1: It is time. Twice and one podcast that's not so, even about the leftovers. So
0: would that be like another time to uh to do a rewatch would be after Thanksgiving?
1: Too too soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean we just did it mid I mean it's been only five weeks. Yeah. I mean okay. it, it that's blasphemy. It's never <laughs> too soon. But the Just... listeners wouldn't want to listen to a whole new podcast. And yeah. there's another podcast that may or not, may or may not be doing something along those lines at some point oh, before right. we do yeah. ours again. So we should probably wait.
0: All cool. right. Yeah. So we're going to lighten it up next week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is next week's
0: Rom-coms. <gasps> Oh, Oh, I get to
1: assign it first, don't I? Yes, yes, you do. Oh, <gasps> okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't so. watched this in years. I am assigning Stranger Than Fiction. It is with Will Ferrell and Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, Dustin Hoffman and Emma Thompson. It is oh. on Netflix. It's more... Uh, semi-rom than then calm there's some <laughs> calm and uh yeah I just love this thing so much I think a lot of people thought it was weird
0: yeah it's been a while since I've seen this one too alright good so this will be fun
1: have you watched it Court?
0: I don't know that I've seen it Netflix okay Court what's your choice? I've
2: bounced around picking different ones. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give you my assignment and then extra credit because I couldn't mm-hmm. let it go. Um, the one I'm going to give you is just like a straight up kind of like hallmark type of thing, but it's not Hallmark because Netflix kind of put its foot in the door a couple of years ago and hasn't right. let go. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have one, Operation Christmas Drop. Um, is it with Cat Graham? And oh my God, what's his name from the Viking show? Vikings. Alexander Ludwig, is that his name? I don't know. He played. He played one of the sons. Um, but yeah, Operation Christmas Drop, and I did my due diligence and I checked it out first. If you guys <laughs> hate it. I'm sorry. I can't help you with that. I thought it was cute. Um, okay. So, um, like that's the one I want you guys to watch. My extra credit. Originally, I was gonna make that Bringing Up Baby because it was one of the original original slapstick romantic comedies from 1938. Um love you guys know I love Cary Grant and Catherine mm-hmm. Hepburn but like the one I feel that's superior to that is the Philadelphia story and it has Jimmy Stewart or James Stewart oh, cool. in it too so but that's nice. extra credit where is yeah, it I'm pretty that sure is on HBO it. Max like nice. I I can't count the number of times I've seen that movie you remind okay. me of a man what man <laughs> that's a different Cary Grant movie <laughs> I love Cary Grant. Like you said, used to have like the Turner classic movie. You know, Summer of Stars. I used to watch his day, but like all mm-hmm. the time.
0: I had a, I had trouble picking a movie too. So I I said, well, it's viewer's choice. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> because you know um, we're also going to talk a lot about because it's that time of year mm-hmm. when we're going to be watching a lot of those Hallmark Christmas movies and that kind of stuff. So watch one of those. Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, whichever. Yeah. And So we're going to
1: do like a Christmassy rom-com now instead of saving those for Christmas?
0: There are so many of them. Don't worry. No, we got
1: real, real (laughs) Christmas movies to watch for Christmas. Like Die Hard. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, of course. And trading places, I see those already on there. Yeah. yeah
0: Okay. So Netflix this is when Christmas we watch like the rom com ones, and then we'll watch the real Christmas movie. No, the other. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the traditional Christmas movies. <laughs> okay. You know, later. Okay. So, yeah, and then another. There's a rom com that I that I like. I watch it every time it's on, which is not very often anymore. And it is. Fools Rush In, the one with um, Isn't that Matthew Perry. Yeah. Yes, yes, and Selma Hayek and Las Vegas. So, are you
1: signing that, or is that extra credit?
0: It's extra credit, but yeah, where is it? It's on Stars. Oh, okay. And so that's why it's extra credit because you know I know not everyone has that channel, so it's it's easier to find a Hallmark slash Lifetime yeah. rom com.
2: <laughs> okay. Yep, they're on all day.
0: Pretty much.
2: I actually started making my list
0: last Yeah. <laughs> Did they they started in October or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I also have a I have an article by um Tressie McMillan Cotton on um and she wrote it and published it to Medium and it is about these Hallmark movies. And so we'll be discussing that next week. Cool. So yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So everybody get to watching all that stuff. It, it shouldn't be that controversial, right? <laughs> no. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't <laughs> be.
1: should be fluffy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
0: fluffy and fun.
1: And shouldn't be as long as today's. Man, this is, this is a long one. That's what she said. But a good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Save it for sex. Save it for sex week. <laughs> Shows how much religion and sex overlap, huh? Always.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We
1: didn't even get. Dirty with religion, there was a lot of stuff we
0: right? left out. Really, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. Anyway, we, we could always. Oh, know, I'm thinking about the Catholic, Catholic Church. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, the real, real life stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. let's end on a happy tongs. note. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay, so until next time, everybody, geek on.